Blog Talk Radio. Party and one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, everybody. Bonsoir. Comment allez-vous? Everybody good? Everything is cool. Okay. Everything's everything. Happy Friday. Hey, what else could it be? Hey, happy Friday. What's up, Papa? Everything is cool here, you know. Okay. Just yeah. chilling. Right over there. Okay, yeah. chilling with your brown liquor. I know. <laughs> I know. Mm. About to crack it open. All right, I heard that. Is it something new or same old, same old? Yeah, okay. same old, same old, you know. All well, right. don't change the of it. Well, at least you're consistent. <laughs> yes. Um, what's up with you, red wine? You drinking some red wine yeah. and you, you switched up on it. Well, you know, it's always a red wine night. <laughs> yeah. Someone shared some, a... Um, a new wine with me. I haven't had a chance to try it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. i got to find the name of it. But it's called, I mean, the name of it is called Purple Ring. Really? Mm. Yeah. So I said, okay, ah. I have to go uh, find where I can get this Purple Rain. So if anybody knows where to find Purple Rain... Uh, wine, let me know. Give us a call tonight, right. 914-803-4306. <laughs> and let me know. It's made by uh, La Uva Bella. Ah, La Uva okay. Bella. Yeah, but it's called mm-hmm. Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. And of course, it has yeah. your baby daddy's on it. Huh? He's on the front cover. Oh, no, just the name of his uh, famous song, though. You know, I still got to oh, check okay. it out. But anywho. Oh, oh. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll check right. it out. Right. You guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Got, got my seatbelt on. Fire it up. All right. We got quite a bit tonight and some interesting stories, too. Our hot topics tonight, a Hertz receipt was an imprisoned man's murder alibi. Also, Minneapolis to pay George Floyd's family $27 million in the wrongful death suit settlement. And a Georgetown law professor fired after complaining about black students' grades on a Zoom call. Wow. Our hidden and quitted headlines, Chinese hotel with polar bear enclosure opens to outrage. Also, Oklahoma GOP lawmakers passed bills to protect drivers who hit protesters. And four people in Michigan won the Mega Million Lottery. Wow. 
And uh, Ted Cruz selling copies of Dr. Seuss book. He did not write. Our cocktail of the week. I got a surprise for us tonight. What's popping with Papa Didi? Uh, we're going to lighten it up, as Papa says. Our weird news. Uh, NYC Steakhouse done. A whack. Don Draper hanging at the bar. Also, uh, no catastrophe. Police finding uh, kittens in suspicious package. And Satan tries to get a date on the Boston subway system. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, what's with these teachers? Living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up. I got some juicy stuff tonight. I'll kiss it list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. And before we go to break, we've got a caller on the line. So I'm going to pick the caller up, and then we'll go to break, and then we'll come back with the hot topics. So let's pick up a caller. Hello, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead. You're live. Hello. Good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing? Oh, oh we're doing you? just fantastic. Y'all sound fantastic. How are fantastic. you tonight? I'm well, doing thank you. I'm, I'm just very thankful Today I was able to, God bless me, to get my first vaccine shot. So uh, I'm I'm very excited about that. Congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm just thankful, and I was looking forward to um, getting home and relaxing and listening to the pajama party. You know, I just went out and took my little cousin. He's like my little child out for dinner. He's been dealing with being stuck in the house with the COVID and not being able to go anywhere. So I took him out to dinner and just wanted to lighten up his day. And I said, um, well, at least when I get home, I get to listen to the pajama party. Uh, That's all right. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Yes, you guys always have some very interesting topics. I mean, woo, we could go all night. (laughs) Uh For sure All right, we'll sit back and relax And uh, we're going to get into these hot topics When we get back Okay, I'm ready All right, right. thank you so much All right, Uh we're going to take this quick First commercial break And then we're coming back on the other side With tonight's hot topics On the Pajama Party Show You're in tune to the late night adult pajama party Right here on Blog Talk Radio This is a production of D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. And welcome back to the Pajama Party Show. Uh Uh-oh, here comes Papa Didi. I tried to take his job. Hey, welcome back to the John Party. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonus wine, darling. 
Well, well, well. It's time to get into it with tonight's hot topics and Papa Didi. You've got the first one, so what do you have for us tonight? All right, this this is a classic story of a. Uh, I tell you, it's basically fear all the way around, you know, because you know people take the fall for people and all this jazz. But let me get into this here. This was concerning a Hertz receipt. Was a imprisoned man's uh, murder alibi, but the company took years to turn it over. Now, you know. And and I'll get to the moral of the story uh, when it's all over. Uh, but uh, this happened in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, a man was accused of gunning down a 23-year-old 23 in broad daylight in what uh, prosecutors portrayed as an execution-style shooting over stolen drugs. Okay, now, like they said, this is what the prosecutors portrayed that, that happened. Now, nobody's saying this is what happened for sure. That was their assumption or that was their uh, speculation. Anyway, but uh, Alfred, the, the gentleman who was accused of it, he was eight miles away running a car at the time of the killing, according to his defense team. All right? And they say a time stamp receipt from Hertz would have proved it. And, you know, anybody that rented a car from rent a car place, them jokers know exactly when you was in because that's exactly when you asked me to return that car. So anyway, all right, for three years, uh, Alfred's attorney pressed Hertz to turn over the documents, but were met with silence and later pushback from the company. In the meantime, Alfred was tried, convicted, and sentenced to 32 to 62 years in prison. Whoa. I'm going to keep my ass out of Lansing. I ain't going to steal. Whoa. I'm not going to steal a goddamn bagel in that town. Anyway, 32 years for, whew. 32 to 62 years in prison based on large, largely of testimony from witnesses. Okay, one of whom claimed that he uh, he was a paid informant for police and would go on to recant his allegations. Okay, that case was all. Uh, and only in uh, 2018, after a uh, flurry of uh, legal filings, did Hertz finally unearth the receipt, paving the way for Alfred's release last year. Now free to 47-year-old is suing Hertz for failing to provide the documents that uh, cemented his alibi. In a lawsuit filed in Ingram County uh, this week, Alfred contend that the company ignored multiple subpoenas and court orders seeking the receipts and other records that uh, would have, uh, you know, uh, had released, had, you know, gave him the proper alibi to get out of that. Anyway, the suit caused Hertz, accused Hertz of uh, civil content and, and negligence alleging that uh, Alfred uh, would have avoided years of prison time if the company had responded sooner. He's seeking monetary damages from the company and by using a jury trial. He said, always knew the receipt would do the trick, but whether uh, we received it was a huge question mark, Alfred's attorney, uh, Jamie White, said in the interview. All right, at the end of the day, Mr. Alfred would uh, really like to see Hertz held accountable. Mm. He really wants to make sure that it doesn't happen to anybody else, okay? Now, I heard spokesman acknowledge in a statement that it took years for the company to uncover the receipt. Oh, bull we are, we are. He said that we are deeply saddened to learn that Mr. Alfred, uh, learn of his experience. Now, mind you, he's 47 year old, year old now, and uh, this happened, I think, when he was, what? Uh, well, they said he was locked up for how long? Like three years? Three years or so. Yeah, so. Anyway, a day, one day is too many in jail. So I ain't going to say, oh, we only did three years. I, I don't want to do three minutes. Anyway, uh, 
so the whole thing in a nutshell basically is, you know, we have to look at the prosecutors and the arresting officers, and this happens to people every day because when it goes back to things, especially, I mean, thank goodness he spent what would be considered a short period of time, but like I said, no time in prison is short as far as I'm concerned. But usually the main reason why people aren't let out immediately is because everybody's trying to hide behind their thing. You know, sometimes you got prosecutors and lead detectives and everything that's so busy trying to satisfy the family, and which is understandable, but you can't go in, you know, like a Tasmanian devil and just erase, the, you know, just accuse the first situation that comes along, you know, and they don't take the time to take the time. Yeah, and they just want to. fabricating facts. Yeah, but when it comes to black men, it seems like, you know, especially if there's white prosecutors and white detectives and all that, once they accuse a, a black person and they have a little bit of uh, what they think is a cohesive case, they feel like they got their man. It's just that simple. You know, the, the skin color usually uh, justifies uh, what they got going on. And then after a while, some people there so long that the prosecutors and the detectives are retired or dead or whatever. They're in there so long, 20, 30 years, you know. So, but this year, uh, fortunately, he didn't spend a lot of time in jail. But uh, like I said, when you go to a when you go to a rental car place, boy, believe me, you, that stamp is all over there. But but Hertz could have got pressured also by the, you know, the actual police force and everybody and everybody involved and the family of the person was killed and all that. Don't turn over. You know, the pressure's pressure's a mess, man. Pressure's yeah, but I'm not buying it. Pressure's a bear. Because you know. I tell you what. If he had a short change them on the bill, I bet they would have found that receipt then to tell him, okay. oh, you still owe us another $122.14, and here's the receipt to prove it. Pay up now, or we're going to send it to collections. You know they would have found that receipt. There's no way in the world, and they ignored subpoenas. This, this sounds like people were working together. Collusion. Is that what they call collusion, mm-hmm. Kettle? Yep, you got it. This sounds like some collective bull. How in the world would it take you three years to find a receipt when somebody's life is on the line? Mm. Yeah. I well, think I think Papa has had a good point. I think they were coerced or pressured by whatever side didn't want um you know, they wanted this trial to go through, and they, they were trying to convict somebody, and I think they just put it on the dearest, quote-unquote, black man, which is sad. You know, if it was a white man, I'm quite sure it would be totally different. They would have found that receipt within a reasonable time. Um, so, yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. I hope they they succeed with their lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. I hope, he, I hope he's sticking to them. Um, you know, because yeah. that, that's just not good, good reputation uh, or uh, good standing. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Who, who I don't think, think I would that? ever rent with Hertz again now. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember them. This? Yeah, this, I've got them this, on the kiss list. Thank but you. But I'm just saying, okay, I'm... <laughs> for everybody who rents cars, if you think about renting with Hertz, remember this story. Mm-hmm. And wherever you rent a car, keep your receipt. Mm-hmm. Put it in your strong sure. box, lock it in your file cabinet, because if some of, something comes up and you need proof, don't depend on the company 
thinking, oh, they can pull up a copy of it. Yeah, maybe they can, but maybe a lot they of times, will. But a lot of times they send it to your email anyway. Um, this is a this is the era of email. People don't use paper. I mean, I like holding on to paper, but paper is becoming obsolete. Everything is sent to your email. Oh, what's your email address? You know, so true. Keep but I'm just saying that's important. But stuff like this, you better print that thing out then. Print it out, store it somewhere. Well, you know, let me let me say this here, if I can put a, my two cents in it. You know, I I think that. You know, like Kettle, when you use the term uh, that obsolete aspect, I, I personally feel that things are only as obsolete as we allow them to be, especially if you're a person of a certain age. Myself, and I mean it, when I go places, see, the one thing people should remember, especially to a place like U-Haul, let's use U-Haul as an example. A lot of places will tell you they'll be so casual, okay, and I'm, I'm going to make this real quick, and I just had this recently happen to me about maybe – a month ago with U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Now, if during the COVID, they said, oh, leave the car out there and it's got to air out for a while for the COVID situation. And then we're going to, we'll go after what, we'll just uh, leave a key in the ignition and uh, we'll send you to email, yada, yada, yada. I said, no. No. She, and she looked up like, uh, what's wrong? I guess I was the first person that kind of didn't go for that. Because one thing you have to understand is long as you're under contract, with that vehicle, you're under contract with that vehicle. Until they go into that mm-hmm. computer and they release you, you have still the contract. with. If they tell you, leave the keys in the car and you drive off expecting an email and somebody come along and steal that vehicle before they close that vehicle out, they're going to blame mm-hmm. it on you. They're yeah. going to blame it on you because that vehicle has not been closed out of the system. It's still in your name. So my word to people Anywhere you go, if you can get a paper receipt, they might be better off. Even if you hold it for a few days until everything clears, 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 and you trash it, I usually say, give me a receipt, and you can send it to my email. I'm old school. Paper trail is just my thing. I hold on to it. You know, call me old-fashioned if you want to. That's just the way I am, you know. But uh, hold on to stuff until you clear that contract. And I think this guy here should have had a receipt from the beginning, at least the initial receipt when he put the property was casual. He probably but, uh, did, and after a while, he tossed it through yeah. somewhere, figuring, okay, everything's cleared now. But I just word to the wise, you know, you you own it until you turn it in. So you know, mm-hmm. don't don't give them the keys. Mm-hmm. So we don't let anybody say, yeah, go ahead, you can get get your get your rent yeah. go catch your plane. We'll email you. Yeah, you better close this crap out first. Anyway, <laughs> well, speaking of paper, the city of Minneapolis is about to give some paper to the family of George Floyd. Twenty-seven million. That's what they have agreed on. Seven million to King. Mm. I don't know how much of that they actually get to keep. You know, with the legal fees and whatnot. Yeah, thirty-three and a third going to the. But this is a settlement for a wrongful death lawsuit. They unanimously. This is the Minneapolis City Council unanimously approved the settlement on Friday. Unlike our Congress, you don't have people saying nay. They all approved it. So uh, this was a federal suit that was filed by Floyd's family last July against the city and the four officers that were involved in Floyd's death. Now, this is the largest pretrial settlement in a civil rights wrongful death suit in the nation's history. I didn't realize that. I mean, I know there have been some big ones, but 
apparently this is the biggest one, according to their attorney, um, attorney Ben Crump. Uh, half a million dollars will be directed to community improvement efforts around the location where Floyd was killed at 37, I'm sorry, 38th Street and Chicago Avenue. So that's good, you know, that they're going to put the money, a lot of the money back into the city. And uh, let's see, how much was that again? Half a million, okay, half a million is being directed into community improvement efforts. Okay, so of course we know uh, George Floyd's horrific death was witnessed by millions of people all over the world, which of course ignited demands for justice and change, which are still going on. And the settlement announcement comes as jury selection has begun in the criminal trial of former Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin, who has been charged with second-degree murder and manslaughter, and now they've added a third-degree murder charge onto it. So that's been interesting to see them going through this whole jury selection because they're trying to find people who are not already biased with this whole case, which is like, how do you find anybody who doesn't know about what happened with George Floyd or who didn't see the video or who doesn't already have an opinion about it. So <clears throat> they're working on trying to get the jury selection. But the family says they're grateful for everybody who cared so deeply about George's life and their loss, and that this um, financial agreement is a necessary step for all of them to begin to get some closure. And that was a statement from Rodney Floyd, George's brother. So... Mm. We'll keep an eye on it, mm-hmm. see how it all turns out. I'm glad they got the right. settlement at least. So you don't know but if I'm all the money is going them. to them? Well, I mean, we just know that that half a million is going into some community programs. Mm-hmm. So that still leaves 26 and a half million. Yeah, that actually leaves about uh, 18. Ben Whatever that yeah, is. Traditionally, a lawyer gets 33 and a third percent. So to get a 33 and a third percent times three would be um, out That's of 27 about nine million. million. No, 18 million. There's, there's three nines and 27. So 18, 9, 18, 27 <laughs> is part of the mathematical equation. Oh, 33. Now. I'm thinking one third. Yeah, 33. Mm-hmm. So if they end up with okay. 18 million, you know, but so it doesn't bring back your family mm-hmm. members. Right. That's true. Wow. Mm. And how long has it been? It's been, what, a year or two years? It's been a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully we're going to see what's going to happen with this um, cop. Um, they're trying to push it down to third degree instead of second degree. So it's going to be interesting to, to see what's going to be the final result on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what else All you got right. to consider? Okay, well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. All right. Um, This last one, uh, Georgetown, I'm quite sure everybody has seen it um, on TV or online. Uh, Georgetown law professor fired after complaining about black students' grades on a Zoom call. Uh, G. 
Georgetown University Law Center fired a professor over reprehensible statements made concerning black students during this particular Zoom call. Um, the law school's dean confirmed this would happen on Thursday. Another professor who, who was seen nodding in agreement during the conversation has been placed on administrative leave pending an investigation. Okay. Um, the university immediately terminated its relationship. Her name is Sandra Sellers. Put her on the official list. After a recording of the video chat was shared online and drew national attention. Um, goes on to say, I hate to say this, um, Sellers uh, said on the call when discussing the evaluation of students, uh, she goes on to say, she says, I end up having this um, Angus every semester that a lot of my lower ones are blacks. Happens almost every semester. And it's like, oh, come on, you know. Um, You get some really good ones, but there are also usually some that are just plain at the bottom. And she's someone that drives her crazy. How the F you think we feel? Shit. Yeah, really. Um, was speaking, uh, she was speaking to a fellow professor, David Bat- Batson, um, who could be seen nodding in agreement um, to her statement during this um, video chat call. Uh, Georgetown's Office of Diversity, here we go, um, Equity and Affirm affirmative action. Um, until the completion of the investigation, uh, Professor Bastin will have no further involvement with the course in which the incident arose. Okay. I commend y'all for that, but he's on safety. <laughs> so that's what I say. Um, mm-hmm. Those want to say the school will take measures to, quote, unquote, to ensure that all students in this class are fairly graded without the input of sellers. Or Bastion. Okay. The video was shared on uh, Twitter by student Hassan Ahmad, who told the New York Times that the conversation um, happened last month at the end of a class after students had logged off the Zoom call. Um, the shared video clip uh, showing the conversation between Sellers and Bastion was uh, has been nearly um, hit about a million times since this morning. So interesting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Racism at its finest, as we see. Uh, you know, it gets monotonous. It gets monotonous, yeah, but you know, yeah. it, it just seems like people just cannot help themselves. Yeah. First of all, why don't you just get your ass off the damn call if you want to make these accusations? Well, talk about yeah. quote unquote black students. Exactly. That's that's. A very good point. You know, if you're on a if you're on a job and you're talking to somebody on a job and the conversation's going another way, which can happen with anybody, especially on the phone. You know, you're on a job phone and the conversation starts to go south into a real personal aspect. You know, people you say, "Well, hold, let me call you back from my cell phone." You know, right? But this idiot, right. this idiot, gonna sit on the line and speak her mind about it. But you know, the one thing I want to say about this, if you allow me to talk for one second here, I think you that. First of all, the deal with this situation here is the fact that um, when you say that on the bottom, you see most uh, law situations have to do with class standings, you know, where people say, oh, mm-hmm. I graduated fifth in my class, sixth in my class. Well, if there's 20 people in there, somebody got to be number 20, or somebody's going to be number 20. But when you pass mm-hmm. it, 
that just depends on where you are at that particular time. I mean, if you're 22 years old and you're number 18, that's just like a football team being mediocre in the middle of the season, but then toward the playoffs, they kick an ass, you know, because they mm-hmm. – and now as that person learns to be more of a lawyer, you know, I mean, look at old girl. What's her name, Jennifer Hudson? Mm-hmm. She didn't win American Idol, you know? Yeah. But mm-hmm. she's kicking ass mm-hmm. now. And now. Oh, sure. She's kicking all yeah. kind of ass now. Okay, so just because you didn't graduate top and you, does she expect everybody to be on top? I guess if the black folks came out on top, she'd fall off her fucking chair. Wouldn't she? I mean, she'd be like, well, there you yeah, Who are you? Sure. But, but yeah. see, the thing that's helping a lot of white folks in the class is that they have a couple things going for them. Boosters, uh, uh, different tutors, family history. Mm-hmm. How many people in their mm-hmm. family are lawyers already and then gave them cheat sheets before they went in there? Okay, they got an inside track. They got all kind of things going for them before they even walk in the damn classroom. But most right. of your, your black people are just coming in with smart people in high school or they're, 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 they're graduate students and they were, you know, now they're going in law school and, you know, they're like picking up everything for the first time, but their white counterparts have already been groomed like hell. So, what's, come on, she's not talking mm-hmm. about the inside crap that's going on. I'll leave that alone. Anyway. Well, I was just going to mm-hmm. add to that ask a question. When teams mm-hmm. go to the Super Bowl, even the people who ride the bench get a ring, don't they? All yeah, right they now. Okay. Come on That's now. all I'm saying. Okay. Whether you get right. not, if your team makes it and you get, you get that final prize in the end, everybody on the winning team gets a prize. So when people graduate from law school, when you get your degree, that degree does not have printed on there. Finish twentieth in my class, or, neither or even. finish fifth in my class, or finish top in my class. And the, and you just degree, get your degree. And the degree does not have your G. What is it? Your G- GPA. It doesn't have no. your G. If, if, your transcript me, will, but your degree sure will. If your won't. doctors or your lawyers had their GPA numbers at the bottom of their degree when you went in their office, you'd probably turn around. <laughs> you would say, "What the hell?" Uh, hell. Like so, you just barely a doctor. So you, you barely, you know. Here. So that's the one. That's the one sad thing about the the fact that you know me and myself as a veteran, how my honorable discharge doesn't hold a candle to a damn degree, and you know a degree could have been a, a, a two point nine average the whole the whole time, you know. There but it is. Anyway. All right. Get off of that. Well, well, that see, let, let me let me let me just let me just interject one minute. My thing is, if this teacher was so concerned about the quote-unquote black students always at the bottom, do something about mm-hmm. it then. You know, her her thing could have been to the professor. Um, I see this just about every semester with the black students. Fine, okay. Maybe we need to do something about it. We yeah. as, you know, the, the faculty, we need to do something about it to change those statistics or to change what you see every every semester. Change it. If it if, if it's not working, you know, but uh, yeah. that's too much like it's the right. same thing you know, every so, year. Right. Sometimes I think white folks are just in their own MS bubble. <laughs> yeah, I'm cussing. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they, well, because, you know, you like I said, if you look at the, at, yeah. yeah, but when class is over, you'll see the white students maybe gyrating or doing different things, you know, th- turning special reports and extracurricular activity and all kinds of stuff that, that, it's going right over black folks' heads. They're not even privy. I mean, you ever stand behind somebody in a 
in in uh, like say a Disney World or something, going in the thing, and you about to pay that ninety five dollars to get in, and white folks in front of you has got a, a ticket that made their ticket their 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 ticket forty five dollars. You're like, where the hell did y'all get that discount from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't even know where people got mm-hmm. the discount that they have. And like I said, that in, that inside track is a monkey, and and right. we don't usually pay mm-hmm. attention to that crap. And that's why we you know we paid a long end of the deal, but we're not into you know, yeah, it's all about the mm-hmm. inside track. Inside track is what it's yeah. about, man. If you, we just ain't nosy yeah. as hell like that for one. So, but you know what? Um, I I just want to say one note. Um, they kind of touched on that in um, coming to America too. And um, when the guy, the um, the the young prince, uh, before he goes to um, uh, to the country, he's at a job interview with um, with a white guy that owns a company. His grandfather, his father, now was handed down to him. So yeah. uh, the white guy, you know, comes to him with some uh, derogatory things and uh, stereotypical things about blacks. But hey, the black guy, he comes back at the white guy and stereotypical yeah. shit about the um, the white. But yeah, that was very that was that yeah, was you're right. Yeah, that was interesting. It was very interesting, and he spoke yeah, on it too so. loudly. Saying, wow, well, how are you going to judge me with this and this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, but he, he said, that's his job. I don't need this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen yeah. Coming to America, too, I mean, that's the movie to see. But uh, yeah. All right. We're going to yeah. get off the soapbox. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back on the other side and we're going to hit him and kill him. I mean, hit him. Wait a minute. Hit him. And quit him. I'll move the glass. Yeah, step away from the glass. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing, so call me now, 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio, waiting to hear from you. Uh, here it comes. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, welcome back to a John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. On swad, darling. All right. Now, All right. I'm going to try to get it right this time. It's time to hit it and quit it. There. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We might have some callers on this one. I got the first one I see. Um, okay. This is interesting. Um, I happen to see the crazy pictures online. It's a Chinese hotel with polar bear, yes, I said polar bear enclosures, opens to outrage. A Chinese hotel built around a central polar bear enclosure for the nonstop viewing pleasure of its guests has opened to immediate condemnation from conservatives. Um, this is at the Harbin Polar Land in northeast China. Uh, the hotel bedrooms, windows space onto the bear's pens. With visitors, uh, so the animals are their neighbors 24 hours a day. So, this is crazy. This is really crazy. 
Uh, a video shows the bears, a threatened species, being photographed by crowds of guests under harsh, warm light in a space consisting of fake rocks and icicles and a white-painted floor. Animal rights organizations reacted with outrage, urging customers to stay away from this establishment, profiting from animals, these um, animals' misery. Polar bears belong in the Arctic, not in zoos or glass boxes in aquariums, and certainly not in hotels. Wow. That's insane. What is is wrong with Who would people? even think to put a polar bear in a hotel in a glass box? I would be scared the polar bears want to knock the glass out uh, and get me in my room yeah. while I'm asleep. I couldn't even sleep in that. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So um, someone um, um, uh, says uh, a paranormal um Prison for polar bears. Haven't we learned anything about animal cruelty? Uh, one person said in um, a commentary. I'm like, yeah. okay, y'all have gone too far. That's just a bit too much. So, I All mean, right. these are endangered species, but yet you have them caged up like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Put that they hotel on the kiss it list. They've lost their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, let me just uh, finish this with the article. Chinese authorities recently changed the law to ban the consumption of wildlife for food after speculation over the um, origins of the coronavirus nudged invest- investigators towards a Wahan market where live uh, animals were for sale. Oh, boy. Okay. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> Yeah, they are doing way too much. I mean, what is what they change the law so they can do what? Eat the polar bears when they finally drop? That's Um, crazy. Live animals for sale to eat, but they 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 changed it because of the coronavirus. You know, because they did mention something about a few um, animals had caught the coronavirus in the beginning, like dogs and stuff like that. So, I guess once they got wind of that, they said, okay, we we need to stop. The sale of live um, animals, oh, you know, for consumption. But that's what they do. Okay. Okay. Right. Get them and quit them. All right. I got another crazy one for you. This one is out of Oklahoma. Now, check this out. Oklahoma House has passed a new bill this week that gives drivers both criminal and civil immunity if they hit a protester with their car. Are you understanding this? You giving them immunity huh? if you drive into or run over a protester in Oklahoma. House Bill 1674 was introduced by Kevin West, Republican, and is only hmm. one of several bills introduced by Republican lawmakers to target protesters. This, wow. this bill was presented on the House floor in Oklahoma, and he said that he supports peaceful protest, but not rioting. So in the bill, Mm. he says that drivers are protected from hitting people fleeing from a riot. So I don't understand why he felt the need to do this, but basically, in a nutshell, he's passing, trying to get this legislation passed to say if there's a protest slash riot, 
And if you by chance should be behind the wheel of your car and you by chance run your car into a protester, this law will protect you. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Run them over. Now, this was sparked by Black Lives Matter protests, coincidentally, when a horse trailer, a pickup truck that was pulling a horse trailer, drove through a Black Lives Matter protest, leaving one person paralyzed from the waist down. But the driver says he responded out of fear. Now, you're in a pickup truck. The protesters were walking, but your vehicle ran into them. Now, this protester, as you call them, protester, is now paralyzed from the waist down. But the driver of the pickup truck that weighs how much as opposed to a person, he was so fearful, he was not charged for anything. I'm like, whoa, what are y'all doing in Oklahoma? And it's not just Oklahoma. Tennessee has introduced legislation as well along the same line. So watch yourself if you're going to other cities to join in with protests, marches, demonstrations, et cetera, because you don't know what the laws are, and somebody might run into you, and you're thinking, oh, I'll sue them if they run into me. They may have already passed a law that says, no, the driver has the right of way, and they can run right over mm-hmm. you. Sound like somebody getting their drink on. What's going on? <laughs> All I hear is ice. I'm sorry. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, has right. the bill been passed or something they're trying to pass? Uh, they're working on passing it. It's been introduced, okay. the one in Oklahoma, House Bill 1674, and uh, the legislation in Tennessee, House Bill 13. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been introduced I don't see that it's actually passed yet Okay So We shall see okay. You know some of the black democrats Spoke up and said no that's not right But you know it's all going to come down To who's got the majority mm-hmm. okay. I'm telling you It seems like the south is getting worse I'm telling you if it's not Mississippi is Oklahoma Ooh. or Tennessee or something? It's, it's just getting worse. Yeah, yeah, gotta watch yourself. Yeah, I would. All right, yeah. hit them and quit them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take my big toe past DC. Mm. All right, yeah. Guy. All right, All what right. else you got, um, Mega Million prizes. Four people in Michigan won it. Um, a four-member mm. suburban Detroit Lottery Club. Okay, won a one point. Zero five billion with a B, Mega Million hey. jackpot, and will receive five hundred fifty-seven million after taxes. God damn! Excuse me. <laughs> the uh, winner claimed their prize weeks after the January twenty-second drawing and chose the immediate lump sum option. I guess so. After taxes, yeah. the seven hundred seventy-six million payment. Was uh, reduced to five hundred fifty-seven. Damn, that's a lot of taxes. Wow. Uh, the names of the yeah. four Oakland Country Club members. Oh, Country Club members were not uh, released. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the Wolverine SLL Club has the only jackpot-winning ticket. Uh, this kind of money will impact the families of our club members for generations to come. We plan to stay humble and pay it forward through the charitable giving 
in South Okay. Yes. Um the sure attorney um on on behalf of the attorney. Um the one point zero five billion jackpot was the largest in Michigan lottery history and the third largest in the United States. Mega Millions is played in forty five states as well as, as Washington D C and um US Virgin Islands. I didn't know that. In Virgin Islands. Um the winning tickets were purchased almost as uh, an afterthought at a Kroger grocery store in Detroit suburb of Novi. Mm-hmm. So they said a club member saw a sign that the jackpot was up to $1 billion and remembered that they hadn't bought their tickets. So uh, they went in and bought their tickets. Kroger said it um, uh, would donate its $50,000 commission to the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Oh, good for them. Okay. Um, they only get fifty grand out of that. That's it. Um, okay. Everyone wow. showed up for work today, which was really good. <laughs> Days after the jury. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, uh, someone the last uh, place, be. someone by the name of Esther, I guess, was part of it. Uh, she bought them all donuts. Okay. That's all you buying is some damn donuts? <laughs> you just got over five. Girl, I would have sent those donuts. donuts. I would have not been up in that job. See what I'm saying? I'm, I'm taking a long leave of absence and then try to figure out, you know, what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> there you go. I wouldn't just outright quit, I don't think. But, uh, oh, I all would. Right. Okay. There you go. All right. Mm, mm, mm. That's I would have quit like that okay. scene in uh, Harlem Night. I'd have called mm-hmm. up and said, "Look here, put the boss on the phone. I ain't coming <laughs> back. Not today. Not tonight. Not ever." <laughs> mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, I heard that. All right, moving on. What you got, All Papa right. Diddy? Well, you know this guy's in the news again, and it's just getting. I don't. I don't know. You know. I mean, this is this is white privilege at his at his absolute finest. You know, this damn Ted Cruz. I just I can't understand. You know. I mean, just to say the backstory on this man. Now, this man packed his bags and want to go out of Texas. You know, just to get away because all the crap going on in Texas, and he think he's he think his fat ass is sneaking away with all the you know the social media and everything else. He think he's just sneaking away to go to Cancun and do his thing. And after everybody sent all kind of messages, let's get a, a what is it, a one-way flight? I mean, a, a nonstop flight, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden they get they flag him in there, and he's about to do his thing and unpack. He claimed he dropped his daughters off, okay? And, you know, they wanted to go doing all the stuff, so I escorted them there. It's always, a, a you know, a story to cover whatever. Because they know they got the privilege to do that. But any time a person of color comes up with a story, they're a lying ass. You know, mm-hmm. you're lying. Your ass is lying. You're a lying ass. Now, the man comes back, and now a few weeks later, he's in the uh, in the thing with the, uh, what are they going? They was going after, uh, something they were doing in the Senate a few weeks after that, voting on something. Mm-hmm. And he had no. They went to the CPAC. Excuse me. They went to the CPAC, 
and he gets on stage and makes a joke about going to Cancun. He said, I love it here in Orlando with you guys, but Cancun is a lot better. Making a joke that he went to Cancun and got busted, but now he's around his CPAC people. He can make a joke about it. Now, let's let's continue with Ted Cruz. Now, the jerk, let me tell you what the jerk-off is doing now. He's raising money by signing and selling copies of Dr. Sue's books that he did not even write. All right, now Ted Cruz, the jerk off we just talked about, Republican from Texas, he's trying to cash in on the on the uh, the trendy uh, conservative cancer culture thing because you know they're saying a lot of Dr. Seuss's books got a little racial appetite in it, where he's you know saying different racial stuff on on his sly, and they they kind of figured it out and said, damn, he's talking some racial stuff, which a lot of these books are doing that. But anyway, he's trying to support Dr. Seuss, uh, Dr. Seuss's books and all that. Now, the Dr. Sue's been dead how many years? But anyway, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, Cruz is uh, via fundraising emails and Facebook ads this week asked supporters to pitch in 60 bucks or more for a copy of Dr. Sue's book's Green Aids and Ham that he's autographing himself. Now, he, now they already said that Dr. Seuss's books is racist and you got racist shit in here, but here, now here's Ted Cruz now joking to try to flee to Cancun, then went to the CPAC and laughed and joked about it. Now, mind you, in November, Cruz just won his reelection, so he's the senator for the next six years. That's why he don't give a damn, okay? With this being, he just won it, so with this being 2021, one in six or seven. So he'll be the senator until uh, 2020, what, 27? 27. So he's cool. He's making $247,000 a year as a senator, all right, from Texas, not to mention money from his constituents, uh, the, the money that Trump then raised, all this, the man is just in a, he's naked as hell in a bed of money. Now he's trying to sell books and all this jazz, trying to help out Dr. Seuss on the situation. Now, here's the kicker of all of it, $60 or more for a copy of Dr. Seuss's Green Eggs and Ham that he's autographed himself. Copies are selling at Amazon for only four seventy nine. So you can buy but here, pick, that was a problem. Yeah, but peep this here. You can buy the book on Amazon for four dollars and seventy nine cents because Green Eggs and Ham only got about six damn pages in it. Okay? But if Ted Cruz signs it, you could pay to him sixty dollars or more. Okay, now are you serious? Okay. Now all right, stand with Ted and Dr. Seuss is his, his little promo situation, okay? He's saying Seuss is up against the cancel culture mob to cancel to cancel the, the, all his books from whatever is in there that was written at that particular time. So you can buy Green Eggs and Ham. Now, mind you, Green Eggs and Ham, like, like Red Wine says, is not even the book that had all that does. It has some simple grammar in there saying... I am eat gravy, green eggs and ham. Yeah. That's some, it's got some fucking five year old fucking language in there. It's not even major stuff. That book's not a problem. That book's not a problem, nor is it really educated. It's just some some dumbass words in it that just rhyme, you know. But anyway, no disrespect to Dr. Seuss. I've never even knew him. But um, <laughs> that book is not even the one that was in the situation with that. And and Ted Cruz is trying to capitalize on this situation because he wants to keep the racist stuff in the books. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you said, Kettle, the racism is becoming completely obvious, you know? 
And what I say what I say to conservative people and people everywhere that are trying their best to go back in time, like an old wise man said, they should just be glad that black folks just want restitution and not revenge. It is. Okay? Just be glad what? that black folks what? just want restitution and not revenge. Because I'm going to tell you what, if we were just as vicious if we was just as evil, if we was just as honorary and belligerent and everything that they was, it would be some hellacious shit going on. Like like Gil Scott Harum said, the revolution would not be televised. Mm. Okay, mm. so I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, you know. Take it any way you well, want. Well, on that note, I'm ready for a cocktail. <laughs> Are you ready for a yeah, cocktail? I, I, I keep hearing that glass shaking, so somebody's sipping on something. <laughs> I'm sipping on. I'm actually sipping on a drink you turned me on to, Kettle. I got my 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 elaborate brown liquor with the uh, with the what do you call that? The uh, Bailey's Irish Cream. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Not to not to upstage y'all. Uh, you know, cocktail of the week. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to be the bridesmaid wearing white. Oh, gosh. But uh, anyway, Well, speaking of the cocktail of the week, what is the cocktail of the week this week, Cattle? Because of St. Patty's Day, it's called the Elder Green Blues, and it looks delicious. Um, mm. Check this out. Two ounces of cucumber basil-infused vodka. Wow. Ooh. Uh, half an ounce of a Grand Marnier, or if you like a little more, you can put a little more. Uh, half an ounce of a basil syrup. I'll tell you guys how to make that in a minute. Half an ounce of lime juice, freshly squeezed. I'm going to garnish it with a lemon wheel and uh, cracked peppercorn. So all the ingredients in a shaker with ice and shake until uh, well chilled. Pour into a wide glass over fresh ice. Garnish with a lemon wheel and a few cracked peppercorns. So, um, if you guys want to do your own cucumber infused vodka instead of purchasing off the shelf, um, the cucumber basil infused vodka um, in a vacuum sealable bag, add a liter of vodka, one third of a cucumber sliced, 10 basil leaves, five Fresno peppers. Um, or sweet peppers, you know, whichever you prefer, and um, two times freeze. Uh, seal the bag and place it into a sous vide bag uh, for two hours at a, about 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Let it cool, then strain out the solids. And if you want to do uh, the basil syrup, in a second vacuum sealed bag, add two cups of white granulated sugar and two cups of very hot water. Shake uh, to dis, uh, dissolve the sugar, then add uh, 25 basil leaves. Fill the bag and place it into the same sous vide base for two hours, same uh, degrees. Uh, let cool, then strain all the solids. And there you go. You got your basil syrup. Sounds pretty good. It looks good, too. So. That sounds yeah. really good. Sounds- yeah, elder Green Blue. Hmm. Okay, I'm down for it. Okay, okay, and that's the cocktail of the week brought to you by our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you so much, Kettle, for the cocktail of You're the welcome. week. 
that was a good one. Okay, we'll make sure it gets posted on the website over the weekend so you guys can take a look at it, check it out, and try it out. And we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with Papa Didi and what's popping on the Pajama Party Show. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is time for the world-famous, infamous Papa Didi. And what's popping? What's popping tonight, Papa Didi? I tell you what. Uh, old school. How about uh, that? Old school. That's what's yeah, popping. Yeah, old school. Okay. What's happening? You know, I was just, I was so upset because uh, I heard... Uh, What's it called? St. John's? St. John's was playing Georgetown at Madison Square Garden the other night. Okay? Mm-hmm. And after the game, Patrick Ewing got doing his press conference. Patrick Ewing is the uh, coach of Georgetown, Georgetown Hoyers, as they call him. And um, he was at the press conference saying he was kind of upset because the people working security didn't know who he was. And a lot of people would say, you know, the flip side of this would be like, oh, well, you know, they're you know, they just doing their job, yada, 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 yada. Now, I mean, I know the world's gotten a lot younger, and as far as I like to put it where things are dummied down. You ever heard the expression before? They dummy it down. Usually when somebody is working a job, very experienced and very good, they either leave or retire. So what do they do for the young idiots that are left there? They dummy it down, right? So you go to visit the place you used to work at, and you say, oh, y'all don't do that no more? Oh, no, we don't do that no more. Oh, you don't do this no more? Oh, we don't do that. They're not doing it to make it easier. They're doing it because they're dummying it down for the dummies that are still there. How about that? Yeah, I said it. I don't give a damn. Anyway. Now, first of all, why would a security force that's running Madison Square Garden not have a clue of who Patrick Ewing is when that's his house? He's got a big-ass raptor hanging in the center of Madison Square Garden that's got number 33 on it, and it says Ewing on it. Now, I know you may work for the security company, and you may be young, but you know one thing, I'm going to say this here, and I'm going to say it 
by every other person in the world that has an old soul. Old soul means that you take the time to learn some stuff that you just take the time to learn. That means that when your mama and daddy was giving out lessons, you was listening. Or whether it was your uncle or your aunt or your godmama or your grandmother, whoever it was that was older than you was giving you shit and teaching you shit, you was paying attention. Now, a lot of these young I don't even want to go there with no harsh words. I'm going to just be cool. A lot of young people today ain't trying to learn a damn thing but what's right in front of their face or what's right inside that damn cell phone that they can't get off their damn fingers. They're not looking or considering anything else that has to do with anything. Any music that may be older, any customs, any type of traditions, not even how to maybe fry some damn chicken. They'd rather go to Popeye's. You know what I mean? They're not doing anything. They got to do with anything. I can't even emphasize it enough. And when you do that, you're letting yourself grow up in a bubble, which means you don't know your ass from a hole in the fucking ground. And when you get around people in their 50s and 60s, you act like you're one of us. And I'll be like, get away from me with that bull crap. You don't know half the crap I know, and you're not my peer. You don't even know I can mention something about the Shylights or the Stylistics or the Dells or the Delphonics or the Fort Tops or the Temptation or Gladys Knight and the goddamn Pips, and you won't have a friggin' clue. And it doesn't mean that I know so much about music of my time, but that was just good music there for the taking from anybody. Hell, I'm listening to Beyonce and, and the and the Brad and, and you know the Stallion and every everybody you throwing in my damn face of your generation. But you can't take the take the time to learn some shit from my generation. How about that? Ain't that some crap? You know what I mean? You think I'm supposed to be in love with Beyonce because she's the latest thing since sliced bread. That's crap. Beyonce is part of a long-ass trail that came along long before she was swimming in the strotum sack, believe me. Okay? So, I just want to say this here, young people. And that security force at Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden was the house that Patrick Ewing built. And for him to come in there as a coach of Georgetown to play St. John. Now, St. John's was the home team at Madison Square Garden. But when you ask him for security passes and who are you, and you don't know who Patrick Ewing is, and, and I, I bet you know who LeBron is or you know who Michael Jordan is, but Patrick Ewing had his place as well. So read, read your history. You know, get your nose out of modern-day stuff. Stop paying attention to everything they got to do with what's happening now and, and read the read about the shoulders that people are standing on, you know. But that's what you need to understand. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. But, you know, young people, look, learn some other stuff, man. Read some other books. Look at another TV channel. You know, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, man. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I just want to make a, a, a small comment. First of all, um, I'm quite sure he had a a a, a badge on. You know, if you're going high on the stage, or if you you know you had a concert or you certain place, you supposed to have a like a badge or something saying who I am. Yeah. And, and then to, to, to yeah, right. And to your note, um, 
And, he, and he's six. And he's in six. He's six ten. Height wise, he's six ten. All right, let's just put that out right, here. I got that, but right, but I'm yeah. I'm just saying that they should have been in a meeting. Okay, uh, Patrick Ewing. If you don't know who he is, uh, one of yeah. the greatest players. Um, he's, they, yeah, he's they, a they should have schooled. Right, but my point is they should have schooled these young folks, like you were saying. That's right. You know, these young mm-hmm. folks should know Good something event. other than what's what's on that phone. But they should have been schooled on who he is, and, uh, you know, just simple, simple stuff. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah it, it, it goes. I'm not going to hate the players. I'm not going to hate the players. I hate, I hate the game. Like you said, the boss of the security force should say, look, uh, Patrick Ewing's coming tonight, and this is his house. And, and, and I don't expect somebody 21, 22 years old to know it. If, if, if Patrick Ewing was playing in 1990, I mean, 1990 was 30 years ago, so anybody in their 20s wasn't even born then, you know. So if you're 26, 27, you weren't even born 30 years ago. So, And, and I'm not giving right. too much excuse because, like I said, I was able to reach into my older brothers and sisters' music and find out about some old groups that I listen to today. And now I, I wasn't even part of the generation. My brothers and sisters were born in 1946, 51, 48. You know, I was born... 12, 15 years later but, but than that. But can I ask a question on the opposing side of the Patrick Ewing story? Oh, was go. he just acting a little butthurt over the fact that they didn't know who he was? I saw that press conference when he got on TV, and he was all up in his feelings over the whole situation. And I was like, okay, I understand that that was, unappreciated that the way that they didn't know who you were, but to actually sit up there at a press conference and air it out like that just seemed mm-hmm. a little emotional. Well, it all, see, you had to understand that mm-hmm. the man was talking about a place where he put his blood, sweat, and tears, and that was, I, that's what I, I that was that. about. I, I mean, get that. You know, me, first just, of all, I, that's yeah, why I said, let me just ask the question. Yeah, well, it seemed like he was really up in his feelings. Well, let me see. And it was yeah. more from an coming from a very emotional place. Mm-hmm. Well, how about how about I'm just, how about just the statement? Saying. How about the statement was made when he said, "I'm Rick James, bitch." How about and that, that was from an emotional that was the same place. thing, right? Remember that yes. one? Yes. And the girl, said, well, <laughs> the girl was like, "Who are you?" She had her clipboard. Well, who are you, sir? <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I'm Rick James." Well, that's, and that's Brittany what he, too. That's Brittany did. He should have said, right. I'm, I'm, I'm That's what he should have said. That's right, I'm passing you, bitch. But Come see, on, Rick, now. Rick James didn't hold a press conference to talk about it. He just schooled right. the young person and told well, them who I am. Well, that's all I'm saying. It's not. That's well, you all. know, I think. But the, we got to move on. The I school don't need to come from the superstar. It need to come from somewhere. Boom, oh, boom, absolutely. Boom. They should have been told, oh, you know, that these are the people coming in, and you greet this person, <laughs> make sure they get whatever treatment they're supposed to get, et cetera. Et cetera. Right. Yeah, I All right. right. Yeah, we'll leave All it out. Right. I just want to put that out there. Mm. All right. Yeah. Lighten it up. Lighten it up. Uh, it's a promotion that could be straight out of the Mad Men Don Draper playbook. Brooklyn's famed Peter Luger Steakhouse has teamed up with Madame Tussauds to have celebrity wax figures mingle with the patrons in the restaurant 
promoting the easing of coronavirus pandemic restrictions on indoor dining in New York City. There's a wax figure of John Hamm, who's known for his portrayal of ad executive Draper in the TV hit uh, series from Mad Men, that when you go into this restaurant, you'll see this wax figure standing up at the bar with a cocktail in his hand. Other figures on loan from the uh, Madame Tussauds include Michael Strahan, Jimmy Fallon, Al Roker, and Audrey Hepburn, playing the character Holly Golightly from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, Peter Luger thought it would be fun and in a safe way to fill some of the seats that have to remain empty due to social distancing, etc. So on uh, as of last Friday, restaurants in the city were allowed to fill 35% of their indoor seats, which was up from the previous percentage of 25%. So that's what they're doing. They got wax figures on loans from the wax museum sitting up at the tables like they're patrons. And this dude, they got this guy, uh, John Hamm, the character, standing at the bar with a cocktail in his hand. I'm sure that must freak some people out because from a distance, you know, those wax figures look real. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's, and look, it's Michael Strahan over there. And then you realize, wait a minute, Audrey Hepburn? Something's not right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, like the young folks, they might not. They they might think that they still living. Audrey uh, Hepburn. Or they won't even know who it is. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Moving on. What you well, got right. for us, Papa Didi? Um, this is uh, this happened in New New Miami, Ohio. The police found kittens in a suspicious package. This is a New Miami, Ohio, a police uh, bomb squad was responding to a suspicious package called at an Ohio church and made an unexpected discovery. There was uh, six newborn kittens and their mother inside a duffel bag. All right, the Buff- Butler County Sheriff's Office said that uh, his bomb squad was called to a church in New Miami on Tuesday, on Thursday when the responding officers heard purring instead of ticking inside the black bag as far as the bomb squad being there. They used their little x-ray equipment to uh, view what was inside. And it was the day-old kittens and their mother were found along with a note saying that they were born on Wednesday. All right? And they said the mom's name was uh, was Sparkles. And the note also read uh, she began giving birth at 2 p.m. on Wednesday. So whoever left them, left them at the church in order to do, you know, business, whatever. But um, but later the post by the sheriff's office Facebook page said that the mother and the kittens are doing fine. They're warm and cozy and fed, and they're being cared for at the local humane society. So that's okay. a nice story. So, Dropped off the kittens and the mama. Huh? Yeah, mom was pregnant as fomofos. Mm. Okay. She was kicking them out. Well, that's okay. good. Better than kittens in a bomb, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Oh. But they thought was yep. a suspicious package, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I got the last one. Okay, y'all had to give me the craziest one. Satan tries to get a date on the Boston subway system. Okay, in Boston. Uh-uh. The Prince of Darkness is apparently looking for a date on the Boston subway system. 20-year-old woman approached transit police at the 
um, Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority for a seal station at about 10.45. Okay, freaks come out at night. Uh, Monday to complain <laughs> about an encounter with a man dressed all in black, including a mask covering his entire face and his um, hood drawn tight. Uh, the woman told the police that the um, man tied something um, on his phone and extended his arm across to her, displaying a message that said, I am Satan, then uh, stared at her. The woman said the encounter frightened her, so she pointed out Satan to the police. Uh, the 23-year-old man uh, told officers he was only flirting and trying to be funny. And... Uh, Said I was going to try and get her number. Really, um, he was told that his actions were not humorous, and was um, ejected from the station. The woman um, was um, escorted by police to her destination. Okay, all right, Satan. Yeah, I, I, why I would anybody think too. that's a someone move? To be dressed up looking crazy, and then with a sign on that says, "I am Satan." And you think you're going to get somebody's number? Mm. Mm. I guess it's something similar to, um, there's a commercial um, that talks about dating. And, uh, you know, you might even uh, get Satan. Somebody not as favorable as you think it would be. But of some kind of uh, dating um, uh, commercial. I haven't seen it lately, so maybe they pulled it. But uh, it was a... Um, you know, uh, a figure like Satan and um, a regular girl. But they had a Oh, I think I have seen that. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, who knows? People just be looking at crazy shit and just emulate certain things. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that wraps <laughs> up the weirdness. Woo, thank mm-hmm. God. Ain't nobody trying mm-hmm. to date Satan. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a no. quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with, I'm just saying, on the Pajama Party Show. Stay right there. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914 914- Eight zero three four three zero six. That's nine one four eight zero three four three zero six. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner, or call nine one four eight zero three. Four three zero six. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? Hi, welcome back to the pajama party. One who's Papa Didi and Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Are right, we gonna turn over the red wine for? Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, take it away. Oh, okay. Thank you, Papa Didi. Uh, tonight, I want to talk about a problem with uh, not all teachers, but some of these teachers that lately have been just straight tripping. Mm-mm. This is uh, one particular one that I read about this week, and I just, I, I'm at a loss for words, quite honestly, but 
I'm going to tell you about this one. Now, this white elementary school teacher in North Little Rock, Arkansas, now we're going back down south, this woman has been placed on administrative leave after making a five-year-old black student unclog a stopped toilet, stopped-up toilet with his bare hand. Yes, you heard me right, with his bare hand. Five-year-old black child. She made him go in there and stick his hands in the toilet to unclog it. Now, according to the TV station there, KATV, the mother of the five-year-old child, whose name is Ashley Murray, said that she was shocked when her son told her about the alleged incident. She said that the teacher, who's been identified as Carla Lassiter, mm. has apologized. But Miss Murray said that she wants more than that. And for the record, her apology is not going to pay for the therapy that this child is going to need to get over this. There were feces in this commode. This was not just water and tissue. There were feces in the commode. Mm. And this teacher told this child, made this child stick his hands down in there to unclog it. Now, what is this family, the Murray family, supposed to do with this woman's apologies? I'm just saying, what is with these teachers? The child's mother says she feels like the teacher needs to be trained, suspended, terminated, or something because of her unacceptable behavior. Now, the school system there, they're called the Pulaski County Special School District, released a statement about the incident, and they said, and I quote, the teacher involved in the incident at Crystal Hill Elementary remains on administrative leave, and the district has initiated the legal process under the Arkansas Teacher Fair Dismissal Act to separate the employment relationship with the district. So basically, they're in the process of firing her ass. Now, this provides the teacher with a hearing before the district board directors prior to any final employment action. Since the incident remains a personnel matter, the district cannot comment any further. So the school board, school system, basically is saying, we're in the process of trying to fire her, and we've got nothing else to say about the matter. But this little boy, whose name is Ashton, like I said, five-year-old, black child, kindergarten. This boy is in kindergarten, for goodness sake. Little Rock, Arkansas. His teacher, white female, made him dig in that toilet to get feces out with his bare hands. This little boy, Ashton, has been traumatized. And like I said, he's going to probably need some kind of counseling to deal with the trauma of what he had to go through. Now, his family, they're going to need assistance because they're getting ready to go through a major lawsuit. So they're in the process of trying to raise money for legal fees. They set up a GoFundMe page, uh, help get justice for Ashton. So if you want to contribute, go to GoFundMe, look for help get justice. The number four, Ashton, A-S-H-T-O-N. Uh, so far, they've raised 10000 which was 5000 more than their original goal. I don't know how much they thought a lawyer was going to cost if they only raised $5,000 originally, but they've raised twice the amount of what they um, needed. So 
But I'm just saying, as long as teachers like Carla Lassiter are in the school system, children are not safe. No children, especially black children. But our children are not safe, especially if they're going to be devalued in this manner. And this is not the first story that we've heard of situations like that happening. I just feel like, why do we have to keep dealing with this stuff? Why do these teachers feel like they can do this stuff and it's okay? Why are these teachers giving these kids slave assignments and stuff during Black History Month? We talked about that last month. We got teachers giving kids assignments talking about write something about if you were a slave, send a letter back home to your family. What What the hell? What is wrong with these teachers? I'm just trying to understand. And I want to know, with Miss Lassiter, this teacher, would she treat a white child the same way? Would you tell little Billy with the blue eyes and the curly blonde hair to go in there and stick your hand in the toilet full of poop and, and unclog the toilet? Would you do that, Miss Lassiter? No, you wouldn't. Because you relate to little Billy with the blue eyes and the curly hair. You don't relate to Ashton with the little brown child. You don't relate to him like you would to little Billy. That's the part of the problem. Mm. I'm really sick of this bull crap. How are you going to tell this little boy stick his hand in some poop like that? What the hell is the janitor's job? Schools have janitors, custodians. Why didn't you call somebody to say we have a clogged toilet and we need some help? But you're going to make this child go in there and stick. You know what? I'm putting this this heifer on the kiss it list. This is red wine, and I'm just saying I don't know what's up with teachers like this. But all these teachers who have this type of mentality, you need to go. You don't even need to be around anybody's children. I don't even know if you're safe to be around your own. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, you put that down. I can't take it. Yeah, that was a good one. You doing some cussing tonight, baby? Yeah, you, you made it. I, I apologize for that. I shouldn't let these people oh. rile me don't up. Apologize. Don't apologize. I cuss all the time. No. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but I don't. And it's it good really, therapy. It for makes me. me upset. Good therapy for me. If this woman, I mean, this is yeah. a grown woman. You should know better. Why would you do something like that? Well, yeah, you know, mm. you gave me a great segue into my my thing, but uh. Go that for was it. that was that was very very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Now you want to take a break, or you all want to go forward, or no, go for it. We in no, You know, it. you know what? Let me say this here. You know, at one time, all over the world, all over the world, and I mean all over the world. I saw some sisters on TV, and they talked about the countries that black people was not welcome in. I was kind of saddened because a lot of the sisters that was traveling the world were kind of going on their own. They had no accompaniment. But they were going to uh, China and Japan, and they were saying how people were laughing and pointing fingers and all. Believe me, all over the world at one time, every every inch of the world, all over the world, was telling people to stay away from black people. That was just the order of the day of every family in the world, whether it been a Jewish family, Japan family, Chinese family, Every everybody, even Ethiopians or everybody else, was always told Black Americans are are bad news, yada yada yada. Because see, a lot of countries through the years have been 
British rule. You know, the worst people in the world are, are the damn Brits, okay? Let me tell you something about the Brits. If you get a chance, and I mean this sincerely, you write this down. If you get a chance, pull up something on YouTube that says the things that the Queen owns in England, or not just England, around the world, the stuff that the Queen owns. They own palaces. They own merchandise underneath the sea. They own all kinds of artifacts. They own paintings. They own buildings. They own apartments. They own streets. They own neighborhoods. And see, what Megan was bringing was blackness to the kingdom. And they were so worried that her blackness was going to tarnish that whole white thing they had going on. Now, here's the deal. The queen is in her 90s, okay? Now, I know that life expectancy has this privilege, but I got, I got news for you. My mama died at 90. My father died at 93, all right? And I got news for you, man. Life expectancy is not that long. Her husband is 99 years old, and God bless them. I hope they live to be 200. But what I'm saying is that with, with, with death comes change, and that's what the queen don't realize. And everybody's looking at this this boy with the red hair and the beard married to the half black woman like he's a you know, like he's a threat. But how long has, has Prince Charles been messing with that ugly ass Camille? He's been messing with Camille since he was married to Princess Di. And she's ugly as four mofos. I she must be sucking the skin off his Johnson. Something's holding his ass to that ugly ass woman. But he's holding on to her. And nobody made a comment on how Prince Charles was messing with Camille for all those years. You know, and then you got the, the son, William, with his bald head ass. Okay? He's just jealous because his brother got hair. Okay? Now, Prince William, with his bald head ass, he done met a true white Brit woman like he's supposed to. He pumped three babies in her. She didn't mind spitting out those babies because she said, you know what? I'm connected to these shit, and these babies going to make me connected. Just like a joker like getting prayed by getting pregnant by a rich basketball player is no different than Prince William's wife getting pregnant by him. She sees the same thing in her eyes, cha-ching. Cha-ching, if I'm married, if I got this, LeBron James got me pregnant or Prince William got me pregnant, that white semen ain't got no goddamn difference, okay? It got my ass pregnant, and I'm sitting fat and pretty, whether it was LeBron James or Prince William. It doesn't make a difference, oh, come as come, honey. Hot ass come as hot ass come. If it's going to make me rich, I'm with it, honey, okay? Now, here's the deal. No disrespect, but but it, it's just ugly, Black people's got a reputation around the world that was so tarnished through the years that nobody wanted to deal. And the Brits are still seeing it in what Red Wine is saying earlier about her story. That teacher was taught the same thing. Watch black people. So she said, let this little nigger put his hand in there. He got some little hands. Clean that crap out of there. Because your hands don't mean nothing. Get your little hands stinky dirty in this crap. And she just sat there and watched it with no pain, no strain, no sorrow, no anything. She just let him do it. 
And she didn't mind because her parents, when she was young, five years old, told her to stay away from black people. Stay away from black people has been the norm for years on end around the world. Everybody told everybody, ever since the the black men came from World War II and couldn't buy houses because of William Levitt and other people that owned land that made us live in the city, that's why we didn't live in the suburbs. That's why Chevy Chase and all these other towns, they got money and belonged to white folks because they were able to go there since the 40s, the late 40s, early 50s, and we had to go to the city. That's why we live in D.C., Philly, Baltimore, Wilmington, Detroit, you know, Chicago, because we couldn't live on the outskirts. That's why we now white folks want to come to the city, like I said before a few weeks ago. It, it's, it's just a big circle that – and then we're being led by the ignorant because – Thank God that, uh, what was it, March, what was it, January 6th? January 6th, when they, when they, when them people invaded that uh, Capitol building, we saw what white folks truly are. Ignorant ass, monkey see, monkey do ass people that will follow a damn monkey into a banana factory. As long as they think that the lead monkey has got something going on. The one with the most toys wins. Follow the leader, monkey see, monkey do. And that's what happened that day, and they showed their true ass of who they really were because through the years it's always been, oh, black folk, oh, somebody stole a woman's pocketbook, must have been a black guy. Somebody ripped off somebody, must have been a black guy. Shoplifters in the store, must be black people. You know what I mean? The tag is always on black people. But white people are showing their ignorance more and more every day. Trump has opened a Pandora's box to show just how fucking stupid they really are. Just how easy they are to manipulate. You know? And like I said before, and I'll say it again in closing, they are so lucky we want restitution and not fucking revenge. I'm out with that. You better say so. Woo, you're taking names and kicking butt. I know that's right. Oh, my, my, my. Well, Papa Didi has said so. Um, I'm just but you're saying right, that real. whole British situation, that oh is God. a hornet's nest. Like I said, go on YouTube and, and Megan, see the stuff, see the stuff and, that the Brits uh, own. See what they own. They own billions of dollars worth of stuff, and they do not want Megan's black fingers to touch none of that shit. Okay. What's, what's her husband's name? Harry? Is that Harry? Harry. Yeah. Megan mm-hmm. and Harry blew the lid off of that mess. Mm-hmm. Matter, matter you're going to see blew it off. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, Papa. You're going to see after a while what happens with William and his wife with them three kids. Okay, because nobody can stay mm-hmm. settled. Like I said, no, no disrespect to the queen, but God forbid when she closed her eyes, whoo, that shit going to change up in there. Because Charles ain't worth a crap oh. from the beginning. What's going on with Andrew? Yeah, Andrew with his with his dick. Now Andrew hanging out with the boy. What's the boy's name? That he was hanging out with uh, Epstein. Epstein, that dick slinging mm-hmm. joker. Okay, Ep, you know Andrew was the biggest freak in there amongst the whole crowd. But they but they buried him. You're gonna bury your son. Mm-hmm. But you're going to put your, 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 your grandchild's wife on blast when Epstein, boy, mm-hmm. that boy, he was just like, he, he was like, he was a comfort. He just liked to see himself come. That was just his problem. He just loved to see but, white well, shit that, come out well, of his giant. That was probably their main objective, to put her out there on uh, 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 Eastern Street and pull him back. To pull because, him back, like right, to distract her. Yeah, right, they, 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 they
uphold their reputation. That's all. Like you said, they own and you know a what? lot. Man, if we if, if we had to have a whole show on just let me tell you something and what they own let me say and this. all that. Uh, me and Red Wine was talking about that before. They own uh, everything, different everything stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pull yeah. up, pull up with yeah. the queen. Pull up when you get opportunity. What the queen owns. But here's another thing too. If Epstein mm. wouldn't have died, and he wasn't, he didn't commit suicide. Okay. They got together and had that joker killed because that man was about to turn everybody in. Sure. And it would have been, sure. it would have been pretty Donald Trump, Bill Clinton. Uh, so he was going to take them all down. It was going to be crazy. Everybody. Okay. So that man had to die. He had to die. And it's so sad for you to be put in that position like that. But uh, he had to die because he was going to set his own self free. But America, the white folks wasn't going to allow that. Because right. I love you, but I gotta kill you. Wow. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. All right. We, but if you got any questions or comments, people. give us a call. Nine one four three four three zero six. And press. And one, when you call, man. ask for Red Ron the kettle because I ain't answering none of that stuff. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't don't throw me Why out there. Talk about the Royals. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hold up. You're going to say all that and throw me out there like raw meat? I don't think so. Yeah. Let's take a little CC. I I need to be cool. (laughs) Yeah, we'll take a break. A few minutes. All right. We'll take a break. And then when we come back on the other side of the break, where are we going on the other side of the break? We're going to uh, Hollywood Hollywood Rabbit. We're going to Hollywood on the other side of the break. Yay, yay. That's what Ice T said. Was it Ice Cube? Yay, yay. All right, we're gonna take. He's, he's, <laughs> a Trump, he's a Trump lover. We ain't talking about that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is he canceled? Yeah, I can't canceled. keep up with who's canceled. All right, we'll be back on the other side of the break. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six, or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so. John Party One Hills Papa Didi and we were Kettle. Hello. Good wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time Ooh. for the Hollywood wrap up with Kettle. Quite a bit going on. J Lo and Alex, they are no more. Uh, a few weeks, uh, the duo split a few weeks ago. Sources have told us um, it doesn't seem like they will get back together either. Um, Alex, he went on his Instagram post and he said, uh, "I'm out taking a selfie. What's up for the weekend?" I said, "Okay." But, um, you know, a lot of people said, you know, the breakup was inevitable. Um, 
Me personally, I think that he didn't want to be underneath, I guess, the quote unquote um, Mr. J Lo, so to speak. And, uh, you know, there was rumors that he was seeing um, someone. So, um, you know, more power to him. I just hope everything worked out for both of them. So, uh, yep, so J Lo and Alex. Lit. Um, and other Hollywood news, Pierce Morgan. He walks off the morning show after a colleague slammed his diabolical Meghan Markle criticism. Oh, boy, I don't care for Pierce myself. Um, good morning, Britain host Pierce uh, Morgan stormed off the set UK morning show mid-episode on Tuesday. I mean, in the middle of this, this particular episode, after one of his colleagues held him accountable for recent criticism of Meghan Markle. Um, people know Pierce Morgan's been talking about Meghan Markle like a dog. Um, I guess he's on that Brit side. I guess this is a good segue of what we've been talking about earlier, about the Brits and what they own. And um, besides property and, and people, <laughs> they want to try to own people also. But uh, Pierce Morgan, he wants to take their side and say, okay, he doesn't believe anything Meghan Markle was talking about. Um I was also going to add earlier that uh, Oprah Winfrey's uh, interview was so well watched that they played it again tonight. Um, They had over probably about, I think, uh, so many millions of people watching it last time. So I guess they figured they needed to replay it again. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what Pierce Morgan, um, uh, what he's talking about. Um, Also... um, his friend on the uh, the talk, um, she had mentioned something um, trying to, I guess, take up for Mir- uh, Pierce Morgan. Um, what is her name? Um, Osborne, the Osborne lady. Um, she's like, he's a good friend of mine, and he, she was more or less taking up for um, his views and what he was talking about, Megan Marco. But um, her job was probably in jeopardy as well, so we'll see what happens to her. Um, so, uh, Grey's Anatomy, um, is the departure of, uh, Giacomo Giannotti, he plays, uh, DeLuca, he's, um, the main character's, um, her love interest, but, uh, it looks like they're gonna kill him off. If you guys are Grey's Anatomy fans, you guys know what I'm talk- who I'm talking about. Um, this was her love interest after uh, Madrimi. They did bring him back, but um, they brought Madrimi back, and it was in a dream. But uh, this gentleman here was her love interest, Giacomo. Uh, um, he was, uh, like I said, her love interest, the main character. But they're going to kill him off. So that was the episode on Thursday. And, of course, on Sunday, the Grammys are coming up. Um, I don't know if you guys are into award shows, but um, it's going to be interesting. Um, You know, the usual, the record of the year, album of the year. Um, You guys need to check out Black Puma. They did a good um, interview. talk on the town on, on CBS a couple of mornings ago about Black Puma. It's um, an African-American singer and um, Spanish singer. 
he's been on the scene in Spanish scene for a long time, but uh, the African American, he had just um, started on the scene about six years ago singing. But they're called the Black Pumas. So um, I hope they win that album of the year. Uh, they're in the running for that. Um, song of the year. Um, those are some of the categories. Um, best new artist. I hope Doja Cat. Hope she wins. I'm quite sure everybody's heard of her her song. Um, also, Megan Thee Stallion, um, D Smoke, Chica. Um, these are all new artists. So that's gonna be an interesting category. Um, and uh, but just check it out. It's gonna be on uh, CBS on Sunday. Um, at 8 o'clock. You know, they do the all pre-Grammy things probably around 7, but uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's my Hollywood wrap-up for tonight. Short and sweet. Roger right. that. Oh, roger that. That's oh, some I good info this year. I just wanted to say that the weekend is still... Uh, yeah, we got feeling some kind of way because he was completely snubbed with his new album. <laughs> really? I don't blame him. Really. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm on his side on that. He did a good one. job at that Super Bowl. He did a great job. He did. Mm-hmm. You know, he got mixed reviews, but I enjoyed it. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and <laughs> I like his music. Yeah, performing the oh. Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, said, I like his music. It ain't easy. His album's doing well, yeah. but he it, didn't even get any kind of. Wow. Say again. I said it's not easy being green. <laughs> I know that's right. That's right. I know people like Dua Lipa and yeah. Dua Lipa and um, of course Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think that I just think after a while you got to shuffle the deck because the one thing the Grammys yeah. and the American yeah. Music Awards gave us back in the day. They gave us anybody that was good. They had Anita Baker competing against Whitney Houston. At some time, Anita Baker won. You know what I mean? You just can't give every. Uh-huh. It seems like every year Beyonce is up for something. I understand that she's who she is, but her shit right. can't be that good every year. You know, and if you and if you think it is, and you got blinders on, because we would not be sitting here talking about the Osley Brothers and all kind of other people in the world that make great music. If we just focused on one group every year, we never done that as old yeah. school people. But today, same old people. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Oh, according and, 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 look, and that's according what, to Kanye West, he, she should win every year. I mean, when he went up on that stage and 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 said that uh, when Taylor Swift won that award, and man, that man, that that thing was a hot yeah. mess. Oh. Well, that yeah. that was the first. Yeah. Well, Kanye misses that girl. What's her name? Uh, he was going oh, with Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Amber Rose was oh, his queen, no. man. And and when before his mother died, see when 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 he broke up with Amber Rose and lost his mother at the same time, that blew his mind, man, because mm-hmm. he lost oh, yeah. the love of his life and the love of his life, you know. And and right. it was it was hard. It drove him crazy. And then you get with Kim Kardashian. I mean, come on, we all we saw we all saw her vagina on the sex tape, and it wasn't all. Yeah. Now that's you know all what I'm saying. Over, so. so you know, it's like, come on. Really? Well, let's talk about the kiss it list. Kiss it list? Oh, okay. yeah. What is the kiss it list, Papa Diddy? You know, there was something you said, Kettle. I wanted to recap on it that you said in your in your piece about uh, 
something. Um, what about the weekend? No, no, not the weekend. The Brits? Was the, the Brits, yeah, the Brits. About mm-hmm. Pierce, Pierce, Pierce Morgan. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me say this here. If I was a sportscaster, right, mm-hmm. I wouldn't beat up on Jerry Jones because he gives me good seats at the Dallas Cowboys field. You know what I mean? So Pierce mm-hmm. has probably been drinking tea and eating crivets and 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 and, um, and bagels and eating uh, what do you call those oh, hard crumpets. things? What do you call those big things? Hard. Oh, scones. Scones. He's probably eating scones of mm-hmm. them for years. So in order for sure. for Pierce to keep his place in the in the uh, palace, he's gonna say it. But mm-hmm. you cannot go in so hard because the people you're defending are saying, "Damn, Pierce, why are you going so hard? We're actually guilty as mm-hmm. hell." Our, my queen is probably saying, my son is a whore, okay? My my other son, Charles, he, he's fucking an ugly-ass heifer. He, so I know the problems we have. Don't think the queen don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about your mm-hmm. mother and your grandmother, they know all all of their descendants. You know what I'm saying? But, don't ever but, think your mother you, and grandmother. Right, but you, have, you, you made a good point before. You don't know who's backing Piers Morgan. And mm-hmm. who is financing him, so to speak? Who who who's the same yeah, but I, I might just, be? I just think you he know. came in so too hard, and his coworkers sure. even said, you know, and you know he came, he was on CNN for a while. Yeah, I remember. And that. they ran him out of town oh, because yeah. he had his subpoena. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was on CNN right. for a while. Oh, he was a jerk off, and they finally and they, they got rid of him. Just like the guy on Channel yeah. Four News in D.C., the guy named uh, Kramer. What's his name? Uh, the one mm-hmm. who does the weather. For Channel 4. Mm-hmm. He was in Philly. And they ran him out of town because oh, he talked. Doug, Doug Kramer. Doug, yeah. He talked too much. And the people in Philly said, oh, take your ass back to Merlin with your talking ass. We don't go for all that <laughs> crap, man. This is Philly, brother. Ooh, so, you know, uh, I'm just saying that uh, we yeah. have to. Yeah, let's, we're going to get the kiss of this together. That's a list of people Pierce to show their ass Bible. for last. Pier- <laughs> yeah, Pierce Morgan. We're going to put in old boy, mm. the son of Queen Elizabeth. What's his name? Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, who was hanging out with Epstein. Yeah. He's a real hoe in the family. He's the one that should be blackballed uh-huh. instead of Megan. But uh, they, 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 like you said earlier, Kettle, they put Megan on Front mm-hmm. Street to cover for their child because blood is sticking in water, right? Yeah, and at, at this point, mm-hmm. Megan's just water. Yeah. Megan's water. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the kiss of this is people to show they butt. Over the last week or so, we're going to put on the kisser list. Let's talk about the staff of Madison Square Garden that didn't recognize Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Patrick Ewing's been playing at Madison Square Garden before y'all was swimming, swimming in somebody's Strodem sack, you young asses. Read your mm-hmm. books, pull up, pull up Google, and, you know, the whole security staff of Madison Square Garden's on the kisser list. Okay. Well, did you see, did you say Pierce? Morgan. Piers Morgan, yes. Definitely. Yeah, Piers Morgan, yes, for sure. Definitely got mm-hmm. him. I got another mm-hmm. one for you. Dictionary.com, mm-hmm. the Good website. Agent. Oh, Lord. They have decided uh-huh. to add FINNA to their website, to their dictionary. FINNA. FINNA. Like, I'm finna go to the store. Like folks would say. Yeah, I'm finna finna call somebody. I'm finna get ready. FINNA, yeah. I'm like, how the heck? How the heck? You make money. Are you going to add this to the dictionary? Not add. Make money off of, because people buy dictionaries, okay? People I mean, this pull, is still online, but still. Doesn't matter. I'm you, like, you, why? Why are you? It's like you're sanctioning. But your book is not going away. It's building. 
yeah. on on blackness and everything else, but black folks ain't getting a fucking dime for what yeah. you're capitalizing on. I, I, I don't <clears> like Excuse my it. language. Okay, I'm trying so, to curb my curse. I'm, I'm pissed off at dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. Making money. Fitna. And now they want to add fitna like they, so, you know. You know, they, y'all can kiss And I, You know, another thing. Kiss that's, it twice. Let's fitna put is. all white folks. Let's put all white folks that I hear on different TVs and everything when they say the word fitty. They be saying fitty, like you're going to say 50 Cent, yeah. the rapper. When you hear white folks say it, like mm-hmm. they're so fucking so all mm-hmm. the people you ever who seen that before? in cultural appropriation mm-hmm. are on the kiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, what's the boy's name? Um, uh-huh. Tony Romo. He says it when he's talking about, well, fitty. He, you know, they use yeah. that slang like you're so black when you know you're white as hell. You wouldn't be black for five minutes. Well, I got another one. Right. It was a coach. Oh, well. I'm sorry, Kevin. Who? A coach no, who else named um, Matt, Matt Ro- Rowan. He was mm-hmm. was a high school coach. He was um, calling the plays for a high school basketball game. Once again, mm-hmm. caught on a hot mic. And when the, when the girl, it was a girls' basketball game. When the girls kneeled, during the uh, during the anthem, mm-hmm. he said, "Effing niggas." Really? Yes. He said, "Effing niggas," and it came out on the mic. So then, to add insult to injury, this mofo then issued a letter of apology, saying, "I am not a racist." Blah blah blah. I apologize. But then he goes and says. But, you know, my blood sugar was low that day because I am diabetic. And, you know, I think because of my low blood sugar, I'm like, Nick, this you know what? This blame me on really? low blood sugar. You blame it on diabetes? Woo! Yeah, but you know what? My, 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 my biggest thing is people can say mm. what they want to say and they bring it out their racism, but it's what they're going to do after they say it. You know the people that. Well, they got a they got a line always. They got a line lined up. But all I'm saying is diabetes mm-hmm. doesn't make you say racist. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, know people, I know people got. Board. I know people that got <laughs> racist. I know people that got diabetes <laughs> bad as hell. They don't go around <laughs> saying you know n word n word n word. You don't have low blood sugar. Just something. Nigga, 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 nigga. Yeah. <laughs> My sugar <laughs> level normal. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Okay, we also have Hertz. Yeah, Hertz. Yeah. We have that professor, mm-hmm. the two professors from Georgetown University. Yeah, that said that my black people yeah. at the bottom of the list. Well, uh, where where did she come out mm-hmm. of school? What number did she graduate? Exactly. At? Uh, that mm-hmm. Chinese hotel mm-hmm. with the polar bears. Yeah. Yeah. We got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz selling mm-hmm. uh, uh selling uh green eggs and ham. Like you wrote the daggone mm. book. How the heck you gonna mm. autograph a book you didn't write? And this man just stuck to Cancun doing a doing a uh, freeze out in Texas. That's he he needs to shut his mouth. He done he fucked really up. Does. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Uh mm. anybody else? Mm-mm. That's everybody for this week's kiss of That's it. Okay. Well, I have a special mm. gift wrap present. For everybody on this week's Kiss It List and Kiss My Empire Ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass.
All right, welcome back to Pajama Pub. Pajama Party. I'm uh, one of yours, Papa D, here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Cheers. Mm-hmm. It's time for the last word. What's your last word tonight, Papa D? It's been quite a show. What's your last word? Wrap it up. You know, um... I just want to, you know, I tell you what, you know, I don't think we give credit. I, I just want to give homage to one of our uh, co uh, co hosts. I want to give homage to you, Kettle. Um, I just want to, I just want to say that I am, I am forever in your corner. I'm I forever have your back. I never seen a person that has dealt with so much adversity as you have dealt with over the last few years in your life. And I've been a witness to some of the tragedies in your life. And I won't speak on it because that's your own personal situation. But I just want you to know that I I, I, I am trying to understand your pain and see how you understand, see how you deal with it. And I'm, I'm grateful to have you as a friend. And I'll always be there for you and the people in your life that have passed on in your life that I knew personally myself. I just I just give you my strength every day. Because I'm sure with the, the close proximities of some of your losses, I just, I don't understand or know how you handle it, but I got your back. I got your strength. Whatever you need from me, I'm there for you. I want to let you know that, Kettle. I mean that sincerely. Wow, you're going to leave me speeches tonight, Papa. <laughs> I thank you. I thank you. Mm. That was Ooh. so sweet. That was. Thanks, Papa. Oh, Papa Dee <laughs> well, I might as well go ahead with my last word then. I appreciate my friends and my family. And wow, mm. like you said, Papa, it's been a, uh, a long two years, but just grace, mercy, and, and God, that's who's been helping me. And like I said, my family and my friends, they, they've been giving me the strength. And um, that's my last word. It's uh, friendship and strength. I think those are key words there. <laughs> so, thank yeah. you. Well, my last word is, if you have the privilege of being a teacher, it is a sacred duty, and it should yeah. not be taken mm-hmm. lightly. Amen. You have the opportunity mm-hmm. to mold the minds of tomorrow. Yeah. And to abuse it. It's just disgusting and deplorable and despicable, and you should be buried under the jail if you take advantage of that opportunity. So for these teachers Mm -hmm. that are doing stuff that is just not what it should be, vicious behavior, shame on you, and you need to go to jail. It shouldn't be about administrative leave and you just got fired. You need to be prosecuted Mm -hmm. to the full extent of the law. Because you are messing with people's minds. This child, that five-year-old boy, Ashton, his mind has been messed with now. And for you to just say, well, I apologize, take your apology and shove it so far up your rectum where Mm. it comes out your nostrils. That's how valid and how worthy that apology is. It means nothing. Words are nothing. You are screwing with people's minds. Don't take that lightly. A teacher is such Mm a high position, and I don't know why teachers don't get paid like they should, but they should get paid. The ones that are worth it 
should get paid. They should be making money like athletes mm-hmm. make. But that's another mm-hmm. story for another day. And, you know, to be mechanically inclined, there's only one tool that everybody needs in their bathroom next to their toilet. And what is that? A plunger. A plunger. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need. Mm. A plunger is your adjustable wrench. It's your ratchet. Mm. It's your hammer. Mm. It's your screwdriver. It's every other tool you use for everything else for the toilet. Every toilet in the world. I don't. If you've got three bathrooms in your house, please have a plunger by every toilet you have. If you ain't got it, go to Home Depot tomorrow and buy you a plunger there you go. and sit in next That's to every toilet for this Every toilet Everybody you got in your house, a put a plunger next to it. That's the tool that goes with the toilet. Okay. That's all I got to say. Well, we're running out of time. That's mm-hmm. your homework assignment for the weekend. That's Make right. sure there's a plunger in every next toilet. Next to your toilet. Teachers. Not a five-year-old black child. Honor your job. And we're mm-hmm. out. Thank you, everybody, for hanging with us tonight. Thank you to our callers, yeah. our listeners, our supporters. We love you. We respect you. We honor you. Yeah, and we you. appreciate Tell you. Tell a friend mm-hmm. that they're missing out. Because I'll school their asses. <laughs> it's my job to school your ass. Okay, on that note, we're going to say goodnight, and we're going to get on out of here. And we'll do it again. Next Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. Say good night, Papa Dee. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Cattle. Good night. And bonsoir. Until next Friday night, we'll do it all over again. And listen, and listen to our good night song. It's pretty cute. You should listen to it. Okay. Just hang up. Listen to our good night song. All okay. Right. And we're Initiating out. shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Rolling that day, going up my day. Put some of my day. Party cruise, keep it real for you.